Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It is September 7th, nineteen. 19- 96. It's the last day of summer. Hooah! It is. It's the last day of summer. Isn't it? No. No. Uh, the last day of summer. The The autumnal equinox is September 21st. Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, the kids are going back to school and stuff. What so. kids? The kids. Okay. Well, I don't... What... <laughs> Like children in the neighborhood, I'm seeing backpacks and buses and shit. So it well, seems like summer's over. Okay, relax. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Why are you questioning me? Because you're just like the kids are going back to school. I don't know what that means. I don't know when you said the kids. I like the, all the kids in the world. No, I think a lot of them already went back to school. But in Michigan, all oh, the children of the world. Kids go back to school later. So yeah, that's because we're the best state. I don't know. We went and got ice cream, and uh, it just made me think about how summer's, I guess, almost over. Yeah. Not really over, though, because the autumnal equinox has not happened. What the f- <laughs> Autumnal. <laughs> the autumnal equinox. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, you, you could just call it the fall equinox if you can't pronounce that word. I'll pronounce you. Wow. The joke's still under construction there? <laughs> I guess so. What about the one in the spring? Can you pronounce that? The spring equinox? The vernal equinox. Yeah, vernal. I can say vernal. <laughs> Just call me vernal? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well, call murder one looser. What? That, does that sentence make sense to you? No. Are you playing Mad Libs? It says, a new star will mean a looser murder one. Uh, apparently, Anthony LaPaggia is going to play a hotshot defense lawyer. This is Captain Videophile, our old friend Mike Duffy. He says, when David Caruso fled NYPD Blue after one season, producer Bochco signed Jimmy Smith's. And kept right on cruising toward Emmy glory. Now Murder One is undergoing a personality transplant. Daniel Benzali, who played chromed, domed courtroom whiz Teddy Hoffman in the ambitious opening season of Murder One, is gone. And younger, and younger Ryan Heron paired. What? What are you reading? Oh, sorry. What is happening? <laughs> and younger, non-heron-paired Anthony LaPalgia, the client, will take over as hotshot defense attorney James Weiler. What the fuck? No problemo, Bochco said. If there's a lesson there, it's that wonderful actors and good shows prevail. Wow. Cool. Do you, do you, are you a fan? Do you watch Murder One? No. It's like, that's like a TV show for your grandma, right? I guess. I mean, I don't think my grandma watches it either, though. Murder One. She watches uh, NYPD Blue. It's about, well, because she likes the the butts. Right. 
It's about murder she wrote. She likes that too. NYPD murder she wrote. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about from Keith Sweet? I'm waiting for more. All right. This is a real different. This is real different. Nas says of success in world of hip hop. Hip hop fans know Nas as a new school griot with a voice like a down pillow whose comfort is all the more unexpected when describing the chilling consequences of a murder from the perspective of a gun. In those moments, he's the person he seems most at ease with. Nasir Jones from Queenbridge, the squat New York City housing project, a river's breath, but a lifestyle away from Manhattan Island. So this is all about uh, this new rapper, Nas. Cool. Are you familiar with Nas? Mm, Nas, really. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> well, he's going to be performing with Keith Sweet, or Sweat, uh, and Bone Thugs in the Harmony. Oh, I recognize that name. I know you love, but we talked about Bones, uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony before. Yeah. And I think you said it should be Bones, Thugs, and Harmony? Yeah, it should. All right. Well, anyway, so you're not familiar with Nas? Nah. Okay. Are you? I like you got your, your look, finger on the vein of the hip-hop community? I am one with the hip-hop community. If anybody knows rap stars, it's me. Okay. I was on I was on board with the Fat Boys. <laughs> I saw their movie. What about Chuck D? What about uh Slick Rick? I don't know Slick Rick with, either. With his eye patch. Well, you need to uh you need to catch up a little bit, that's all I'm saying. No thanks. Alright. Yeah, you're not a big hip hop fan. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't know why I talked about a hip hop story when I know that you're not a hippity hoppity fan. Well, I mean, you can educate other people who are listening to the tapes who who like this stuff. Because I'm not a fan of hip hop. Check out Nas. Sure. He's pretty good. I I prefer, you know, alternative grunge music. I know you do. Do you know what I prefer? What? Keeping my eyes on the prize. What's the prize? The pro oh, thanks for playing. The prize is the Emmys. Because the Emmys are coming up. You know that. Yeah. The forty eighth annual primetime Emmy Awards this weekend. Uh, voters likely to choose Seinfeld, NYPD Blue, and at last, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> we'll see. The doctors are definitely in the house at this year's Emmy Awards. Er, NBC's top-rated medical drama. I believe that's how you pronounce it. E-R. Yeah. Gobbled up 17 nominations to lead all programs in competition at Sunday night's telecast of the 40 Dan. They will burn out about. Whoa, what, what? what was that, weirdo? Oh. Hosted by Paul Reiser with help from Oprah Winfrey and Michael J. Fox. And right behind the ER Sawbones crew are the doctors and nurses of Chicago Hope. CBS's rival hospital saga, My Dad Loves Chicago Hope. Of course. 15 nominations there. But as with all show business award shows, individual stories supply the diverting dollops of glitterati. What? 
Glitterati. That's I've a, never heard that one before. a very nice word. Human interest, and with TV's annual celebration of itself, it's the ham-bone-prone people who matter the most. Will Angela Lansbury finally win a sentimental send-off Emmy now that murder, comma, she wrote, is off the air? After earning a much-deserved and previously denied Emmy nomination, will talented homicide star Andre Brauer also walk off with a statuette? And who collects the Emmy for Outstanding Actress in a Comedy Series now that five-time winner Candace, quotation marks, Murphy Brown Bergen has gracefully, graciously withdrawn from the competition? What? Yeah, she's withdrawn. She doesn't want to be... How do you be, get to do that? Because you can if you want to. She doesn't want to be considered for an Emmy nomination because she's won five fucking times in a row. Huh. So she's just like, nah, give it to the other people? Yes. I mean, that seems like I'd be insulted if I were her competition. She has the grace of Edgar Bergen, her father, who was a ventriloquist. But then it's like you never know if you would have won if she ran or not, you know? Like, it kind of cheapens the victory. You probably wouldn't have. Well, not me, but I'm just saying like the other women. Anyone. Maybe Julia Louis-Dreyfus can win for Seinfeld. But it'll feel hollow. What about Helen Hunt? Helen Hunt should win everything all the time. For Paul Reiser's show, Mad About You. I like Helen Hunt and Mad About You and Paul Reiser. Do you? Mm-hmm. I liked Paul Reiser in Aliens. He played the asshole. I didn't. Burke. I didn't love uh, him in that movie, no. He wanted to get the alien back and make profits from it. He said, I can make a documentary film about this. <laughs> okay. And then Jamie popped up and said, uh, Paul, my sister bed. doesn't like the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Richard Kind was there and he was like, he's on that show, right? Richard Kind? Yeah. Richard Kind. He's on that show and Spin City at the same time. That show being uh, Mad About You. He's the cousin, right? Paul. He's not a cousin. It's your cousin, Richard Kind. He's not his cousin. What is he then? He's married to uh, Jamie's best friend. Oh, that's right. That's right. The, the dark-haired woman. Yeah. Boo-doo-doo. Mad about you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, speaking of singing, we saw a semi-musical <laughs> this week. It was so bad. I know you can't call that a musical. Oh, you didn't like it? No. But you were laughing so no, hard. No, I did not. <laughs> it's going to be your new pun. Yeah. You heard it here first. You're turning into a dad right before my eyes. <gasps> dad jokes. How dare you? Dad jokes. What the yeah. hell is that supposed to mean? Nass. Like like jokes that dads tell. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Corny jokes. Corny my jokes, jokes your dad would tell. Are not corny. You know a joke my dad told me one time? Okay, so my dad would all will always like if he tells you a joke and you don't laugh, he'll laugh and like slap your leg or your side until you start laughing. He won't give up. That's so silly. But one of my dad's jokes was uh, he was watching a parade and or circus or whatever. And there's this guy uh, walking behind the elephants and he's shoveling up the elephant dung. 
the elephant shit as the parade's going down the street. Somebody comes up to him and was like, hey, you know, why don't you quit that job? It's disgusting or whatever. And he goes, what, and leave show business? And then my dad would go... (laughs) When you make the face that you're making that they cannot see, you remind me of that guy who played the chimney sweep in Mary Poppins. Dick Van Dyke? Yes. Yes, you make a face like Dick Van Dyke. It's a jolly holiday with Mary. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yep, when you do your, your dad impersonation, that's what you do with your face. Yeah. You, yeah. you turn your face away from the microphone, Spooky. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so, yeah, musical. You didn't like it. What were we talking about? What did we see? A very Brady sequel. That's right. The sequel to the Brady Bunch movie. There shouldn't have been a first Brady Bunch movie, let alone a second Brady Bunch movie. Why? Because it's stupid. Why didn't you like it? I don't understand. I thought it was hilarious. You did not. That was the best thing I've ever seen. You're such a liar. It was the funniest movie of the year. Hands on fire. I hate the Brady Bunch. Like mm-hmm. there are not a lot of there are not a lot of TV shows I don't like. I was telling Carol this after we watched the movie. But I hate Gilligan's Island. I hate the Brady Bunch. And I think my least favorite television show of all time is Step by Step. I like Step by Step. I hate Step by Step so much. But, uh, yeah, this, this movie is funnier than the TV show The Brady Bunch. It seems like it's making fun of itself. It, oh, for sure. There definitely the, there's a lot of like weird sexual innuendo. Yeah. Does the TV show make fun of itself? No. So the movie is making fun of the TV show. Correct. Okay. Which is the only points I really give it in, in my in my estimation is that they're smart enough to make fun of the TV show. <laughs> you know what's weird to me too? It's like uh, that everyone was just so stupid. <laughs> like so stupid. Well, they're all so they're all naive because they. It's this is such a weird universe. <laughs> this movie, yeah. So obviously, it's a sequel to the original one. The original one, they did much of the same things. It's it's a. I wouldn't say in the exact same movie over again, but it's pretty close. It's very similar. I don't know. Do uh, Greg and uh, Marsha, Marcia, you know, have fuck? sex in the first movie? Because yeah, they don't. It seems like it's heavily implied they're going to do it in the second movie. They don't want to fuck in the first movie now. Yeah, there, you know, there's something different for you, incest. Real life behind. Well, it's not incest. They're it's not actually, kind of incest. They're not actually related, but it's gross. I didn't say it's not gross, but uh, in the. Uh, Behind the scenes of the te- television show, I think they were having sex. Oh. The actor and the actress. I, the the mom was having sex with the oldest son. What? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. That's awful. <laughs> I mean, I guess good for her. I, I don't know. How old was the oldest son? Florence Henderson. I don't know. I mean, he was over 18. All right. I think. I, I hope. <laughs> it's awful. I think when they... Maybe not when the show started, but when they started banging, I think he was over 18. He better have been. Dirty old lady. Anyway. So that's America's mom, Florence Henderson. Not anymore. Carol Brady. She shares your name. 
and ugh. Your last name's not Brady, but. I don't like it. You know, what is this? Like, first of all, the Bradys, they have a Carol, and then Step by Step has a Carol. Like, mm-hmm. am I just destined to be a mom? And in real life, on both shows, the dad was gay. What? <laughs> Sorry, I just had to process that. No, it does not work. In real life, the dad was gay from on the Brady Bunch. He was a homosexual man. But he was a closeted homosexual man. Mike Duffy? Is that his name? The character the actor that plays Carol's husband in Step by Step? I'm laughing too hard to talk. <laughs> Mike Duffy. Mike Duffy sounds super familiar and I don't know who Mike <laughs> Duffy is. Sounds so familiar. But no, it's Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. Okay. He's not gay, right? No, he's not gay. Not not to my knowledge, he's not gay. Like, where are you going with this? It was a joke. I was calling Patrick Duffy gay. But but he's not, so it's not funny. Okay. Or maybe it is funny because it's he's a, not. It's hilarious. Oh, you know what? You know why Mike Duffy's not so familiar? He's the reporter, isn't he? He's fucking Captain Videophile. Uh, what? He's the yeah the reporter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, Mr. Duffy. He's Captain Videophile. He's our good friend, Mike Duffy. That's why he sounds so familiar. <laughs> we should send him a tape. We should send him a tape and ask him to play it. Play it? What on the in the newspaper? <laughs> Could you play this in the newspaper, please? It's just written out the okay. tones of our Ask voice. him to get his uh, radio friends to play it. Because you know he's got to have radio friends. Holy shit. What? You don't think that the newspaper ask, and radio people hang out and have brunch? Ask Patrick Duffy to listen to it on Step by Step. Okay. We'll send him a tape, too. And I'm sure we're off to a great start since you called him gay. Yep. You don't remember Dallas? He was in Dallas. Nah. He was married to Victoria Principal, and then he left the show, and then the ratings went downhill, and they made it so that, because uh, he was killed, he, he got killed on the show. And then he, they brought him back. Victoria Principal hears the, uh, she wakes up, she hears the shower, she comes in, walks in. He's like, hey, what's up? Basically, and she's like, oh my God, I had this horrible dream that you died, and the entire last season of this show was a dream. I wow. was having, and that's how they that's how they did that. That's awful. Yeah, it was soap opera. Terrible, terrible soap opera. Still not as awful as this movie, though. You know, I didn't hate this movie as much as you hate this movie. Why? What did you like about it? I liked that it made fun of the Brady Bunch. Okay, because you hate the Brady Bunch. And I liked that Carol kept saying, like, I want to get my hand on your cock <laughs> to, uh, to Mike Brady. Wow. I mean, that's essentially what she was saying. I know something I'd like to get my hands around, uh, whatever she says. Yeah. Mike. So I like how she calls him Mike. <laughs> Mike. And then, like, her, supposedly her husband, who was supposed to be dead, shows up. But he looks, he has a, he has a different face. He's taller, and his voice sounds different. So why, 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 why would you believe that ever? Oh, he had, he had explanations. An elephant sat on his face. <laughs> Uh, his voice sounds different because your voice changes when you're without the woman you love, apparently. And he was stretched on a rack, so he got taller. 
So, yeah, the whole movie, she's um, all stressed out and not actually having sex with her husband because she's so worried because her ex-husband, her husband husband of the past. By the way, like, in the television show, isn't it just implied they got divorced, right? They're both divorced. Like, they don't come out and say it. But they're both divorced parents, right? Well, maybe they're, it's implied that they're uh, widowed parents because... I guess. The kids aren't going and visiting their other parent on the weekend. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that's that's a good point, I suppose. I thought it was more supposed to be, like, make a point about divorce because it was the 70s and that's, like, a what was a cutting-edge thing there. Like, one day at a time, you know? This is it, this is it, this is life, the one you get, so go and have a ball. Yeah, I don't know that because I'm not Valerie a Burton, grandpa. Valerie Burton. Pff, okay, that's going too far. <laughs> that show's not that old. It's old Va- enough. Valerie Bertinelli, my cousin Mackenzie Phillips, and Bonnie uh, Bedelia. No, not Bonnie. Bonnie Tyler as Anne. Their last name. I can't remember their name. You don't remember that show either. Yes, I do. <laughs> I had a huge crush on Valerie Bertinelli. But it has to have been in the 80s, not the 70s, right? It started in the 70s. Went through to the 80s. Whatever. But, it, you know, like, who knows how old I am? You have no idea. No, I just sleep with you. I have no idea how old <laughs> you are. I'm saying they don't know how old I am. Share a bed, but I've never seen his driver's license. He could be I Charles Manson, for all I know. I could have been born in 1968. He could have. I could have been born in 1958. If he was born in 1938, that would make the most sense. Okay. <laughs> I ate Campbell's soup every day. That's how I look so young. Right, right. It preserves me, all the nitrates and salts. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, yeah, it's weird because I thought there that I didn't know that her husband was dead. But you know, Tim Matheson, who plays the guy that's pretending to be the uh, the ex, he killed her husband. Yeah, he flat out murdered her husband. It's pretty bad. In a way, he's responsible for them getting together and for the television show and this movie. So he definitely deserves to die. Yeah. Well, he almost does because, uh, what's her name? Alice gives him an entire plate full of fucking <laughs> magic, magic mushrooms. mushrooms. That was that was funny. They didn't take that far enough, though. He saw some flowers, then they, he was in a um, like an animated world with them. Uh-huh. But it only lasted maybe three minutes, four minutes, or something like that. I think they could have taken it a lot farther. How long do you think his trip should have lasted? I don't know, like a, a, a solid five to ten minutes. Somewhere wow. in that range, I think, would have been almost like a little mini movie. They they could have mined so much comedy from that, but instead they want to get to Shelley Long saying, Mike, <laughs> they need an astro- anachronistic double entendres. Yeah, the, the whole movie was just, I'm sorry, I, that was kind of funny, whatever, for like the two three minutes it lasted what do you think are the odds that uh what's her name jan the middle the middle daughter finds a dude named george glass (laughs) her age range that was weird that was like one in a billion yep yeah because she makes up a boyfriend what (laughs) 
What's your problem, man? I was going to ask you the same thing. You falling asleep over there? No, I'm not. All right. Fucked hard. <laughs> Tell me what you don't like about this movie. The singing is bad. The humor is only moderately funny. Like, I only kind of chuckled a couple times. That's I did not laugh out loud. That's because you, you didn't watch the Brady Bunch. That's why. Meh. And, I mean, the story... grandmother. The storyline is stupid. Yeah. I mean, the the guy comes and lies and says he's their dad who's dead, and they just accept it, and the middle girl keeps crawling in his lap. Like, what the fuck is it? Like, there are so many ways this movie could have been a porno. I would have enjoyed it better if it had been a porno. Oh, my God. You are <laughs> fucking sick. If he had had sex with his underage uh, supposed daughter. But she's not his daughter, and we know that. Just like, uh, But we- she's underage! <laughs> Just like we know that the two kids that they put in the attic bedroom together aren't actually related. What the fuck is that? No parent is going to be like, hey, we just got married a couple years ago. You didn't grow up together. But two teenage kids, girl and boy, go share a bedroom. Yeah. That's In the attic stupid. where we can't hear anything. Right. I like that. Uh, I like that something that's that's the same across time is uh, the appeal of Marsha's ass, by the way. Because <laughs> all the guys still want to have sex with her, even yeah. though she's a weirdo. That's... This, is what, this is what I don't understand about this movie. They are living as if it's the 70s. What happened? Were they... Did, did, at some, did like a temporal vortex hit the Brady house... Like in the last episode of the TV show, and they got sucked into the 1990s, and they still think it's the 70s, and no one's bothered to tell them what year it is? Or are their parents just super old-fashioned, and they raised the kids on 70s stuff, and they know what year it is, but... They're, like, out of time. I don't understand this. At one point, somebody calls him up, and he's like, no, you're telling me there's a, a way you can take a wire and plug it into my TV, and we get 50 channels? Uh, you'll have to wake up pretty early to pull the wool over my eyes. How is He's an architect. How is he not aware of cable TV or satellites? Yeah. Uh, I, I, mean, don't, I don't understand this world. The, the whole thing doesn't make sense, and, like, even the fucking temporal vortex would have made more sense. Than just accepting that they're like this. Okay, what else don't you like about it? The singing and the plot doesn't make sense. What else? And it's not funny. And it's not funny. Yeah. You don't think it was funny when the there was a like a ancient idol that uh, caused the hole in his tire, like in an episode of of that show where they go to Hawaii. Nah. Okay. What about where everyone was laying uh, Marsha? <laughs> She's yeah. getting laid by all those At guys. At the airport, yeah. yeah. No, not funny. Okay. What about when Carol uh, picked up a carrot and made it look like that that was her husband's penis? Oh, my God. She yeah. wanted it in her mouth. <sighs> you know what I wanted in my mouth during this movie? You could have had it for sure. <laughs> All you had to have done was ask. Popcorn, you oh. sick bastard. Oh, okay. Because that was the only thing that made the movie kind of good. Yeah. Buttery popcorn. I liked Gary Cole. 
Is that the criminal? No, it's the Destimaths. Uh, uh, the dad. Okay. I thought he was very funny in this movie. He's a he's a comedic genius. He's a very he's very good at being completely dry and straight, but funny in a Leslie Nielsen kind of way. See, I don't like Leslie Nielsen either, so no, this I makes know, sense. I know you don't have any taste. I understand. Oh, that. fuck off! <laughs> How dare you? I just dare. But. There were some things I liked about the movie. I mean, it the all the technical aspects were there. Okay. The movie was well filmed. Cinematography was good. It was mostly flat. It was that's the thing. The cinematography is pretty easy because it was mostly like flat uh, TV lightings because they want to they want to emulate the television show, which is all you know. Everything's filmed for efficiency. It's not filmed for stylistic reasons right so it was it, it reminded me of the tv show in that way okay i guess i can uh give it to costuming and hair and makeup there for making go. them there look very go. much there like there you go yes i'm trying to fucking contribute and you're talking over me <laughs> continue no i'm just saying like they did look like the brady bunch yeah that's all. What about Marsha? What about Marsha? Didn't you like her casting? She was hot. What's her name from Hey Dude? She played Melody on Hey Dude. Oh, I don't know. I never saw a that. A little wild and a little strange. How many theme songs guys sing this episode? I don't know, but you're going for some kind of record, I'll tell you that. When you make your home out on the range. All day, every day, people. I think Ted should have shown up and uh, been like, no, nah, I'm going to be with her. Who's Ted? From Hey Dude. Thanks for playing. Um, so what about all the other... What about the Cindy? What Can, about her? I want my kitty carry or whatever she says. What about the fact that, they're, that the guy that was going to buy the horse statue that's apparently worth $20 million is the Higgins from fucking uh, Magnum P.I.? Oh, Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. How about the fact that Jaja Gabor and... What's her name? Rosie O'Donnell show up for a minute in this movie. I like Rosie O'Donnell. She Rosie, was she was decent. Rosie O'Donnell. She, she was a little funny. Yeah. A little. Ah, Jaja. However she talks, I don't know. <laughs> you know how she is. Yes. Jaja Gabor was all like, oh, darling, I almost slapped that man. Remember when I slapped that? That does not look at all. But remember, <laughs> she's Hungarian. Remember when I slapped that police officer, and it was a big uproar last year. Remember that I slapped him. I got pulled over, and I slapped that police officer, and it was like, "Oh, Jaja slaps a police officer." Sure. Now she's got this accent. She's not Hungarian anymore. She's got that accent. <laughs> but you remember that? You remember when that happened? That's going to make this movie timeless. Okay. Because 20 years from now, if somebody watches that, they and she'd be like, oh, I almost slapped that man. Like, I almost slapped that police officer. Then uh, everyone's going to be like, what? What was that? Timeless comedy, Carol. Sure. Sure. I mean, I doubt it will stay in Blockbuster for more than a year, but whatever. How about the fact that they both go on dates with other people to try to make them each other jealous? Uh-huh. And then those dates go off by them, you know, together. That's you, just, you know, classic, like, shenanigans they're gonna that happen have, they're gonna all have the time. Sex, right? Yeah. That's what you, 
That's that's you like to talk about that stuff. They're gonna have sex. They share a bedroom. They're gonna have sex. I, I was talking about the other ones. They kiss. Remember they kiss. Oh yeah. And then they leave. Yeah, they might. They, Who knows? They kiss and then they're like, "Oh my god, it's." I don't care. I mean, I don't care if they have sex. Is what I'm saying because they don't matter. How about when they when the like she gave him mouth to mouth resuscitation because he because <laughs> he fell off that green screened <laughs> um, that green screened surfboard. Uh, very clearly, they're they're rear projecting of the ocean behind. Right. Him. But remember when he fell off that, and then she gave him mouth to mouth resuscitation, and he had to leave, and he's like, suddenly something suddenly came up. Yeah, that was that was that was bad. I think that was the fir- the only time in the entire movie I heard you laugh. Yeah, you almost got me to laugh again, but you failed. That was the one. <laughs> it wasn't my joke. That was the one. That was the one laugh I heard from you the entire. And that's the thing. So. I can say all I want about the movie's pacing or the movie's fucking uh, structure. It's three. It's a very classic three X structure. But I mean, like, I could talk about that. We can talk about costuming and and everything. There are so many things from a technical aspect, from the script writing process to the directing to the lighting to whatever that we could talk about this movie. But this movie is not a work of art, and it's not. No. It's not trying to be a work of art. Talking about those things is kind of immaterial to what the movie wants to even be. The uh, movie is a giant joke. Because the movie's supposed to be a comedy. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of ways to say it just wasn't funny, but this movie just wasn't funny. Yeah. I mean, that's that's about it. Like I said, it would have been a better porno. <laughs> there, there was so much setup for that. The Brady Humps. Yes. We could have done that. We should do that. Let's make that movie. Okay, yeah. Let's you and I make a pornographic film called The Brady Humps. Who do you want to play? <laughs> I guess you should play Carol, right? No, uh, I'll play Marsha. Oh, okay. And then I'll, wh- who will I be? Greg. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do that. You know we'll I- let you know. If you want to financially back this project... You can just contact us at uh, latefee1994.com. Yeah, contribute to our page. Our, the, the, my buddy uh, created that that site, Patreon, so we're the only ones on there right now, but it's patreon.com slash retro latefee. So go ahead and, and contribute to that if you want to see this pornographic film that Carol wants to make. I mean, I at least have to get a blonde wig because I'm not dyeing my hair. Or if you, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> the blonde wig is about the uh, production uh, budget of most porn so. right <laughs> and if you don't want to see that why don't you just send us a gun <laughs> the fuck so I can blow my brains out well, you took it dark man <laughs> we were we were gonna have sex now there's blood it's not good brains everywhere oh my god <laughs> that's a that, that redefines the term fucking your brains out <laughs> oh no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Contribute to the, the, the our fund if you want to see this. <laughs> We're definitely going to make it. Yeah, and on that note. <laughs> yeah, tell the people all other things they can do. Um, you can also check out our website at uh, com, And as previously mentioned, uh, write us latefee1994.com mm-hmm. or check out the Patreon. 
or tell your friends. Share the tapes. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.